Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's Trot's Life. It's our Wednesday edition. And I'm joined by Joe Connolly. Uh, firstly, Joe, uh, how are you, mate? And uh, whereabouts do we find you today? Yeah, good. Thanks, Toby. I'm um, I'm still up at our Sydney stables today, uh, keeping the team ticking along up here. While um, I'll seat my driver, he's down down at uh, Wayne Potter's place at Avonell, keeping the, the boys going down that end. Well, that answers uh, how you're managing to have two different states going at once, mate. Yeah, it's a little bit of a busy period for us, but we've got it under control at this stage. So so far, so good. T- tell us a bit about your background. You're 35 years of age. You've you've had the 80 winners. You had a couple of years of training in 12, 13, 13, 14, and then uh, you had a little gap away and then came back in 17, 18 with three winners and then six winners and then 14 winners and then the last couple of years, 26 and 29. Numbers are going up each year, mate. Yeah, they are. Um, the, the horses are just a hobby for me. I, I work full-time elsewhere, so... This has sort of just been something that I play around with on the side. But over time, we've managed to build the team up a bit, get, get some nicer horses in, get some more numbers into, which obviously helps get you into the ticking over. Um, and to me, you know, we've sort of grown the last couple of years. I've had both Seaton and his younger brother, Bryce and Grimer. The boys have come on board and, you know, we've been able to build the team together and we're starting to get some results from it. Are you still working outside or are you back, are you yeah. full-time? No, no, I still work. Still work. I'm a detective in the police up here, so I still work oh, yeah. full time doing doing that job. Um, and then the horses are my before and after work, and every other waking moment, pretty much. <laughs> I I ban I actually ban the word ban myself from using the word hobbyist, Joe, because you're not. There's no such thing anymore. There, I call it a part time professional because you don't do things any different to what the professionals do, really. You're just doing it in a part-time manner rather than a full-time manner, if that makes sense. Oh, very much so. It often feels like it's a, a second full-time job. You know, if you, <laughs> yeah. if you want to get the best out of it, you've got to put in. And, you know, there's a lot of little things that happen. But, you know, the good thing with the horses is it's, it's enjoyable. You know, you want to do it, you like doing it. So it just makes it that much easier. It must be... Uh, like the police work must be pretty heavy on your mind as well at times, I'd imagine. You know, some of the things you're dealing with there in policing and then to be able to just get out on a Friday morning or a Friday night or whatever it is and just take a horse out and jog it, there must be some real mental relaxation for you as well. Oh, and that's exactly what it is for me. It's, you know, work can be very taxing mentally, um, physically not so much, but, you know, it does play in your mind here and there so having the horses that get out for me is you know it's kept me going for a long time um it just makes life easy it gives you a good balance you know something to look forward to something to think about and yeah you know it takes your mind off the job when you're not there which is exactly what you need yeah because so that's I, good otherwise you I, if it was me i'd be thinking about that case or whatever i was on just constantly and i, I just wouldn't think about anything else Oh, and that's what some of the boys do, to be honest, you know, and that's, yeah. that's where you can come unstuck in, in the cops is, you know, if you don't know how to switch off or you don't have something else to go to, it can really consume your whole lifestyle. And 
you know, they're, they're the guys that tend to burn out and, and run a lot shorter in their careers because they just they overdo it a bit too much. Yeah, yeah. We've gone off uh, the Shepherd and Cup night a little bit, but uh, <laughs> there's there's a there are three very different horses in many respect, but. I think if the three of them ran in a three-horse race, I'm not sure which one would win it. So we'll start with Zarvan Benner, who's sort of been with and without McCarthy's a couple of Queensland trips, came down for a couple of starts under under the Douglas team, and now you're training Zarvan Benner at Shep, race one, number one. Yeah, he's a, he's a new horse to the barn. Um, he's a horse I know reasonably well from his time up in Sydney. Um, certainly a horse with really good gait speed um, and likes to roll to the front and dictate terms to his own sort of timing. So, you know, I'm not too sure what to expect with him this week. It's only early days, so we'll just we just had a bit of a play around with seeing only track work in once, and we'll we'll just see what he does this week, and we'll build from there. But, you know, with the aid of the good draw uh, around the Shepherd track, I'd expect we shouldn't have too many problems holding the front, and we'll um, we'll assess how he goes from there. Spiriters of Anzac in race six are just. Oh, there's. I'm a big fan of a horse in this race called District Attorney, and Safala's not the best out either, I don't think. So you might end up buried on the pegs with Spirit of Anzac. Yeah, we could do. Um, in saying that, I, you know, I've been pretty happy with his last couple of runs, and he's drawn inside the, the second row already, but past two runs, and yeah, he picked up a win at Bathurst over the 2200 out there on the inside of the second row, and then last week, you know, at Bendigo, he was you know a good fourth, looking for space coming from home. So. Mm-hmm. We may get buried away, um, but the horse is in a good space at the moment. He's travelling well, and you know if we just get that little slice of luck to get into the race at the right time, I'd expect him to be competitive in this field. Uh, have you seen the movie Benjamin Button? I have, yes. Yep, the old man grows young. <laughs> yeah, it's the curious case of Art Tudor. He just seems to be getting more youthful or something as he goes along. He started out in Victoria. He went to WA... Uh, he's come back from WA to New South Wales. Did you purchase him out of WA? Yeah, I did a couple of years ago. I got him right at the end of his five-year-old season, so I've had him for a couple of years now. He, um, he's definitely a curious horse, probably one of the more yeah. difficult horses I've trained to keep him on track. He sort of he comes and goes a little bit. But I think what we're learning this year is he just likes the hot weather more than anything else. I can't put it down to anything other than that. He, he seems to come good in the summertime and then hibernates over the winter. Um, but, you know, when he's on, he, he's certainly a horse that can run. Um, so it, it's nice to, to be in a race like the Shepherd and Cup and to, to come up with the, the draw that we've got. You know, it, it certainly doesn't hurt our chances. It certainly does. And he, he came back... Uh, was a part of the ratings, were you looking at him because he'd be a low-rating horse because they have a different handicapping system in WA? Is that why you initially bought him? Yeah, it was just the right timing more than anything else. I was, I was ready for another horse, and he sort of caught my eye. Um, you know, I like horses. I like bringing horses to Menangle in particular. We do a lot of our racing over the mile, and he's done all of his racing in Perth over the long trips, you know, yeah. 2,100, 2,500. Yeah. And he'd never be beaten more than a length or two. He was, he'd go and sit outside the leader and grind away, and he was, he was tough as nails. Um, so without winning too many, he showed me that he could definitely stay, and that's actually one of the qualities you really need to run a good mile at an angle. You've just got to, you know, to keep going at the, at the high speed. So, you know, it was bought on a, a hunch that he'd do well, and he came over and, you know, he was able to win, I think he won 10 races pretty quickly over the first 12 months that we had him. He'd done a, a really good job. 
Um, he got himself right up in grade and he's slowed down a little bit now, now that he's racing big boys, but um, he's still competitive when he's right. Yeah, 100%. So we'll try and keep that going for a while. So gate, gate speed, we know Cranbourne's got electric gate speed. Do you keep, can you keep I cast no shadow out and try and get on a Cranbourne's back? Yeah, I don't know. Um, we didn't come out at all last week. We're happy just to slot in and find the pegs and, you know, make sure he's going to handle this grade over the long trip. We will come out this week uh, as hard as we can, probably at least for the first couple of hundred, to see where we land. I'm not too sure how to map this one out. There's sort of a, there's a mixed line of speed on this front row, so I'm not sure who's yeah. going to get there first and, and how far back we're going to be. Um, but we'll certainly be holding the, the best spot we can. He, if, if Cranbourne leads and I cast no shadows, leaders back and you're through the fence, through the fence ain't that bad a place. Like you, you, you'd be going into this race hoping to, for as good a result as possible. Winning might be a bit, bit of a, a stretch, but you can certainly run a place. Oh, absolutely. If we're three fans, you know, um, and, and not having had to do too much more than just dash to the first turn, then, you know, I'd give him real good hope. Um, you know, he ran a cracking race last week. He did. He just, he was jogging on the back of the horse in front of him, coming around the own turn. He just got out when the race was already over. So, you know, if he's buried away on the fence and, and he happens to, to get, he's following two good horses that are going to take him into it, um, he won't be far away to finish, that's for sure. And he runs a good race Saturday night. And what, do you press on to the Ballarat Cup if he can? Oh, look, realistically, our form's probably not good enough for that. Um, in saying that, we'll probably nominate, um, but I think we'd have to almost win this week to, yeah. to warrant a start in a race like that. Um, but if we don't you know, if we don't get into the Cup, and the, the programming down in Victoria is, is really good for him at the moment. There's a breakthrough heat at Ballarat with the final at Melton the following week, which should be the backup target, I guess. Yep. Um, so in all likelihood, the, the boys will stay down there for another couple of weeks yet, and we'll see how they're going, and you know, hopefully dig up a check or two and then we'll bring him back to Sydney where we'll press on up here. Are you familiar with our guest tipster on a Tuesday on this show? No, I'm not, actually. We don't, uh, we don't get this show up in Sydney. Oh, well, you can. You can get it on the app. I'm amazed he hasn't told you. It's a bike by the name of Matt Lepard. Oh, yes. One of our, well, I know <laughs> Matt quite well, yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's, uh, if, if he was here, which uh, he's not, um, I'm sure he'd want to know an update on Jimmy Locke, I'd imagine. Yeah, Jimmy's not too far away. Um, Jimmy had a good spell after his last run. He sort of just got a little bit tired after his last prep, so we, we kicked him out for six weeks. And he's been back in work for well, probably something similar now as well. So um, Jimmy's doing quite well, and I expect we'll probably have him in the norms either next week or at the latest the week after. Very good. All right, Joe, thanks for coming on, mate. Uh, I like I like how you're in harness racing. It's an important thing, not just for you, for, for more, impo- more importantly for you than anything else. So uh, stay in the trots, mate, and uh, you'll get through a nice long career in your professional career and your part-time professional career. Terrific. Thanks, Toby. Thanks for having me on.